That's Dark talks about movies that depict violence and sexual violence. Due to the nature of the show, please listen at your own discretion. This show is an ongoing conversation between Danny, David, and Pappy. They talk about the most extreme movies they can find. If you enjoy their discussion, please review the show on iTunes. I was like, like the thing that like, like that got to me was like, even when he's driving and he's all delirious and whatever, and this like big boob nurse walks up <laughs> yeah. to him in the middle of traffic and he's just like, like aggressively grabbing the boobs. It's like, I'm in my head, I'm thinking like, I like boobs. <laughs> If we had to rank all of the difficult subjects brought up by the movies we've watched for the show, the representation of women has to be one of the most difficult to consider. We've seen countless women experience all manner of violence. As I try to write this introduction, I'm asking my memory to recollect how women are portrayed in these films, and I'm hoping for an example of a strong female character to come back to mind. But it isn't happening immediately. I can only think of two, possibly three female characters that might qualify as strong. And seeing the words strong written in front of me, I'm not even sure what I mean. The representation of women in film in general is hard for us to talk about. The representation of women in extreme cinema? That's proving even more difficult. First, as three males, Danny, David, and I do not know what it's like to be a woman. So we don't know what it would be like to be treated like the women in these films who are subjected to various combinations of physical, mental, emotional, and sexual abuse. We also don't know what it would be like to be a woman watching these kinds of movies. Early on in the season, I asked my girlfriend what she thought of the way that extreme films treat women. I wanted to get her insight. And her answer was troubling. She simply said that she was used to it. And I was taken aback by her response, surprised at the thought that the portrayal of abused or objectified women had become so prevalent in film that it is now normalized. That feeling lasts for a half moment before I felt like a real stupid idiot. Of course it had become normal. Forget about extreme cinema, I can think of what feels like hundreds of examples of regular movies where women have been objectified or abused in one way or another. But hearing her say it made it very real. Empathy is something David, Danny, and I have talked about early into this season as well. And perhaps it's our strongest tool when trying to consider the position of women as both the subject of abuse and the viewer of such abuse. The representations of rape and other forms of sexual violence have always deeply disturbed me. For the longest time, I would fast forward through moments of such violence or avoid the movie altogether if I knew a rape scene was coming ahead of time. I could watch pretty much anything else and remain unaffected, but when it came to rape in movies, I was very unsettled. Though, I'm not sure if my emotion was empathetic in nature. I can remember processing cinematic sexual violence carried out on women in the following ways. What if that happened to a girl that I know? If someone ever did that to my girlfriend, I would kill them. The problem with those types of reactions is that they're pretty self-involved. They are too introspective as I process the violence through myself and how it would affect me. I even go so far as to cast myself in some heroic vein as though I could exert some measure of control in the hypothetical situation. 
Since coming to that realization, I've tried to practice a more authentic version of empathy, one where I do my best to put myself in the shoes of a woman. But empathy can lead into dangerous territory too if you don't stay aware of your thoughts. Consider the following statement and think of it being said to a rape survivor. Yeah, I can imagine what you've been through. That sounds like empathy. It sounds like someone who has taken steps to consider a survivor's feelings. And to a certain extent, that could be an accurate statement. At the very least, it's a seemingly innocuous expression of emotional consideration. But it's also dangerously appropriative. There's really no way for a man to imagine what it would be like to be a woman who has been raped. And to pretend to be able to do so is problematic. Preparing for this show, David, Danny, and I have braced for the reality that we would need to talk about these types of female representation. I can confidently say that it's the single greatest subject that's dominated our minds while away from the microphones. And we've been acutely aware of the previously mentioned problems of three males talking about things they don't really know about. So, we've voluntarily put ourselves in an awkward place because ignoring this particular issue is also a problem. First, we'd be lying to ourselves that it's not a big deal because every single movie we've watched has dealt with violence towards women, whether indirectly or with full-blown ideological hatred. Second, we'd be doing the subject matter a disservice by lying to ourselves that it's not something we should talk about, both inside and outside of these films. There is undoubtedly a reason why the genre has so clearly accepted violence towards women as a central feature, even if it's only to shock. And these films definitely point to real-world issues that women experience every day. Now, what I'm about to say could sound like more stupidity attack. But one of the most unsettling things I think about when considering a woman's perspective on these films is the possibility that when she's watching them, she feels like she's an analog for what's happening on the screen. I can't imagine what that would be like, but it bothers me nonetheless. So what are we supposed to do? Ignoring the depiction of women is not an option. Well, one of the first things we need to do is introduce a female perspective on the issue. That's something we are currently working on and will hopefully have ready soon. Because assuming that we can cover all the bases on this matter is something we're not interested in. But the depiction of women in extreme cinema is something that's unsettled David, Danny, and I collectively. We are all susceptible to that kind of violence. And it's worth considering why as a group. Hopefully, we can find something productive in investigating why we react the way we do when we see such extreme violence carried out on women. And we can carefully consider our own limitations in understanding that violence. The three of us are firm believers in empathy, and with a realistic assessment of what it can and can't do for us, we can begin our discussion. In this edition of Threads, we set out to consider the representation of women in extreme cinema, and our only real aim is to do so respectfully. This is That's Dark. Okay, um, welcome to our final thread uh, of season one, uh, on which we will be discussing the representation of women, which is... Um, daunting. Daunting, to say the least, yeah. 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 Why is it daunting? Because none of us are. Yeah, yeah, I guess first things first. You, you can't see us, but we are in fact not women. Yeah. Which... Uh, which makes us, uh, it's complicated to talk about, um, cause we're going to be doing, uh, like a lot of speculation if we try to adopt the perspective of women. Well, I don't know. I don't know if we're going to do that really. Yeah. Like, I think that we're just going to talk from our own perspective and, and offer, I guess, why we think, it, uh, 
some of these things might be problematic. Yeah. You know? Yeah. That, so, I, yeah, I'm not going to pretend that, I don't mean to suggest that we'll pretend that we would know how it feels, but we would tr- want to, tr- I guess we would try to guess at, as you just said, you know, try to do some imaginative work mm-hmm. um, as sensitively as we can. Um, so I guess we can just get right into it. We we did um, an episode on the on empathy. We took an empathy test, which we all scored very high, very high, yeah, on, which very, we did very well. Top guns, yeah. Um, and I think uh, kind of starting this conversation through the lens of empathy uh, would be a good place to start. So my question to get us going is. Uh, what value does empathy have when we're trying to understand a female perspective? So whether that being a character and what she's going through on the screen, or whether you try to imagine if you were a woman watching the movie. That's a complicated answer because we all did so badly. Yeah. On the empathy test. Yeah, that's a skewed test. Yeah. I think that... um... I think that uh, it might do for a refresher on the two types of empathy that we talked about. Yeah. <laughs> you stare me dead in my face. Yeah. Uh, there are two types of empathy that we talked about. Yeah. Uh, cognitive and uh, affective. Yeah. So affective empathy is the more instinctual one. It's the one where you see... Uh, an emotion and you immediately mirror it. So again, that's why laughter is super contagious. And the other thing that we talked about was why uh, babies will like domino cry without, mm-hmm. without any real prompting. So that's effective. Yeah. And then cognitive is probably more towards what we would be doing through this exercise where we're consciously trying to put ourselves in the shoes of somebody else to try and understand how they would feel. Yeah. And you're doing it in a way or from a place of productive good so it's not just trying to figure out what some like trying to imagine what someone would be feeling but trying to imagine what they're feeling to understand them and do something about it so again the case example being like you guys are my buddies Mm -hmm. something has happened to you to bum you out i would want to know what i would want to know how you feel so i can make you feel better Mm -hmm. right yeah that's productive empathy in in that sense so those are the those are the two basic forms of them yeah um, well, personally, uh, when I see a scene, um, particularly a scene featuring any sexual violence, uh, portrayed against a woman, it's, it's interesting. I had a different reaction for, for there were, there were, let's, let's, let's talk about the scenes. Let's kind of unpack the movies that we watched. Cutting moments didn't really have much in terms of that. We had, we were able, we had, um, with regards to, uh, the woman character, we uh, were aware of her mistreatment in terms of neglect uh, and in terms of her maternal instinct to protect her son. And that's about it. Um, martyrs. Wait, say that again? Say that again? Like the, if, if, we had to, if we had to look at the two scenes regarding the, the female character and the injustices uh, she suffered, yeah. they were, number one, neglect from her husband and being made to feel uh, lesser than, which I wouldn't necessarily call an injustice. It's, that's just uh, seemingly her perspective and, and what is driving her partially to self-mutilate. Mm-hmm. And, 
and I guess the maternal instinct to protect her son from her husband, mm. where it's like her her maternal instinct kicking in, even though you know she has still seemingly some sort of love for her husband. Yeah. We we kind of unpacked a little bit that possibly she was partially mutilating herself to um, to treat. Uh, to to distract her husband from her son, and ultimately we I think arrived at the, the idea that um, you know the greatest injustice to her was that she was uh, made to feel less attractive by her her husband's uh, molesting or uh, sexual assault of their son. Yeah, I would say that was one of two things that we came to to the, like because again we we came to that one I think last like yeah. that 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 was mm-hmm. like the big kind of like epiphany in so much as that when we started to consider Joey's perspective little Joey's perspective because I think all we did I would say think like ninety like percent of the cutting moments is consider her perspective yeah and the way in which she was locked into uh, this patriarchal system in which the only way she gains visibility is through being visible as a sexual object. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Does that make sense? Yeah, mm-hmm. it does. Yeah. So yeah, 100%, you're absolutely correct. And then we were like, okay, well, fuck, what happens when we think about Joey? Yeah. And what's her role in that? And that's even crazier, for sure. Okay. Yeah. Yep. So that's, that's I, I just, I, I just kind of want to like unroll some of them. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. I wouldn't necessarily say uh, that Martyrs had a lot in terms of... Um, like the importance of gender of the two main characters, except for their their physical vulnerability of being like you know smaller, like less physically capable woman than like you know a large strong man who might be able to get himself out of the dangerous situation. Uh, murder set pieces. They, hold on, hold yeah, on. they may have also had a better chance of crossing over. They have a better pain tolerance. Yeah. And oh a better, yeah. Yeah. So like the whole crux of the film base is on the fact that it's a woman. Yeah. And you, yeah. Sorry. In no, a positive but, light, to yeah, be honest. Yeah. But but do, but I mean, in terms of like uh, the mistreatment of women or the representation of women in that film, like did, did I feel like it's not? I mean, it's important to the story, but it doesn't really. I mean, it's 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 all made up. Like well, they made that they made that idea up. You know, what I mean, that's not necessarily rooted in reality in any meaningful way. That's something that the director was like, ah, "I want to use women because it's a you know a shocking. It's going to be more shocking." And then we'll say like, "Oh, because they're women and they're more vulnerable, um, they are able. They're able to cross over easier. They're able to. You know what I mean? Like, I, I don't necessarily know that that has any bearing on reality. Yeah, but it's the representation of them in the film. Yeah, no, no. So I in the film, they were. I think I think yeah I I I I could see that absolutely and it plays on like this is a genre I'm not accusing Mers or sorry martyrs of this but this is a genre that plays on stereotypes yeah. so mm-hmm. you know whether or not that's true that's something that exists within like the cultural consciousness that that women have a higher pain threshold or whatever yeah, whether or I not mean, that's true whatever in in martyrs too it's like the the female character goes back for revenge she kills all of them. So like, I was going to say, think about there. There's no empathy on her end for the people that weren't even involved. But nope. yeah, and if we think about just practically the representation of women, that movie is all women. Mm-hmm. It's two female characters, two female leads, and the only other person that's in position of true power is Mademoiselle. Yeah, and she's a she's a female. The males in it um, are the cogs set in the pe- wheel. Yeah, set pieces to be killed, like the family or 
the facilitator of the mademoiselles and the who controls this like like uh like shadow government type situation mm-hmm. uh where she's like the puppet master of all that and and the guy who beats the shit out of uh what's her name i can't even remember at this point anna anna? lucy and anna is anna's the one that gets i think so yeah lucy's the, the first like the with the torture beast is lucy right yes yeah, I think you're right. Yeah, I think Anna's the yeah. So Anna it for the long haul. Uh, the the only other male in there. He has no lines. Like he's uh, yeah. he's uh, truly <laughs> just a fixture of violence in there. And where that gets complicated is obviously like she becomes the whipping the whipping post for uh, for that guy, but controlled by Mademoiselle, which yeah. I think is interesting. Yeah. So you know, at least in that particular film. You're getting um, like the representation of women. It's different than the other ones. It's just different than the other the other like murder set pieces, which mm-hmm. we can talk about next. It's yeah. different. Yeah, and it, I I wouldn't call it exploitative. It just it, it is no. insofar as it's stereotypes, but that's kind of that's kind of yeah. It. It's like somewhere in between. Like I wouldn't want to I wouldn't want to say that they're these the female Anna and Lucy in it are empowered, but they certainly have more power, more autonomy. Than uh, or agency than any other female. Yeah, it's seeming like like yeah. like the. Uh, who, sorry, so you said Anna's the the one with the TB. I think so. Yeah, Lucy's the TB. Lucy's the TB. So Lucy, uh, her character is almost like it's like her vulnerability or the stereotyping is completely overrided by PTSD. Mm-hmm. Like like all of her decisions are not not made based on her uh, her. Uh, relationship to her gender role in society they're entirely driven by her like you know her mental suffering yeah and she defies the construct of like the the passive female that would sit quietly like she's not and this is not a knock against the wife in cutting moments but because the wife does take matters into her own hands in a way but she self-mutilates and like shows her her victim her 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 own victimhood through victimizing herself, like even more, like that's how she mm. reveals it to us by, by playing a, a, an instrumental part in her own victimization. But Anna and Lucy are not like, they're not passive victims. Like Lucy for sure is being, as you said, driven by trauma and like traumatic repetition, but she's not sitting in a mental asylum, completely catatonic and immobile. She's out with a shotgun getting revenge. Yeah. And then, or, at, or trying at, to free herself from the TV. Yeah, and at the end of the film, she says something to Mademoiselle that makes her kill herself. Yeah. So, like, I think the women that, hold all the power in yeah. this film. I also think, like, what to what extent does does Anna become genderless when she becomes a martyr? Mm-hmm. Like, is that like I don't think we thought about that during Martyrs, but is that a possibility? No. Yeah. Like that she transcends those boundaries. And she becomes something else, and that's like she says some shit to the mademoiselle that drives her crazy. That, sure I, so. that idea is the coolest thing about martyrs that I've heard so far. That that's rad. Cool. Yeah. Yep. Um. So murder set pieces. Next one, because I, I think teasing this out makes sense. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um. Well, uh, I've written here: uh, women are kill objects. Absolutely. Uh, both for the audience and for for the photographer, um, they are represented as. Uh, as like, uh, well, so the photographer's angry at his mother and he projects or he relates all women to his mother and needs to kill them to uh, satisfy 
this blinding rage. I mean, it's uh, we can't really get like it, we're, we run the risk of trying to uh, draw a portrait of the psyche of the photographer. Right yeah. now. No, I'm not really no. trying to do that. But he definitely relates his mother to um, to all, or all women back to his hatred for his mother. But that's actually really yes. Number one, yes. What you just said though is I think really important for the configuration of women is that we get no authentic representation of or authentic maybe that's the wrong word i think that's probably the right word but no representation from a woman from a female point of view and i don't know if we get them through any of because all these movies are are done by male directors yeah but we see the mother we see the the photographer's mother through his eyes mm-hmm. we three we see his kill objects through his eyes yeah and we see i would say the only other only other um uh, position that females occupy in murder set pieces are sexual objects, obviously, because yeah. there's the strip club scene. Yeah, and there's the uh, the porno porn video scene yeah. as well, and, or the store scene. Sorry. Yeah, and it, it's kind of confusing because like the perspective of the film kind of like changes a little bit. Mm-hmm. Like it's like it, it starts off where it's like, are we are we following the Jade character's perspective? But we spend spend so much time on these sort of like trolling, like either like nudity or killing montages mm-hmm. involving the photographer where he's just cruising around Las Vegas, look, going to strip clubs and meeting women at casinos and just like taking their naked pictures before killing them. And it's just sort of like you are adopting the perspective of the photographer or the, you know, in those moments because you were just, that's simply the point of view of the film at that time. And so it's like in those moments, women are both a sexual object and they are, uh, or they're a sexual object both for the photographer character and for the audience because that's all we're getting on the screen. And then those are sort of, those sort of transition into kill scenes very quickly. So it's sort of like mm-hmm. we are adopting that perspective as the viewer in the same way that the photographer is. It's being revealed to us in that way. So it's sort of like they're inextricably linked to violence and sex. Totally. Yeah. Um, before we get too far in like rolling out the films, let's not lose sight of empathy. Yeah. So, so how does how do you think empathy plays in? We talked about uh, uh, cunning moments. What about martyrs and murder set pieces? Well, I think em- empathy is vis- like visible in martyrs because it's a friend going out for revenge with her other friend. Yeah, yeah. Because of what happened to her. Yeah. So like the whole yeah, and story is based on that, and she's struggling to see her point, right? With yeah. like how what the, she tries the, to help the mom. That's what I was right? going to say. The transaction between the yeah. yeah, yeah, and that's also really interesting. The only other victim that mm-hmm. you get any kind of like prolonged visibility from is a mo- is the mother of the family in 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 kind martyrs. of in, in martyrs yeah yeah when she like right remember when the mom was like dead for 26 hours but then like was not dead anymore yeah. in, the in the shower yeah all of the important characters are female in the movie yeah. which all is super them. interesting yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. um yeah that's really interesting so but think about it from uh so outside of the film like as you're watching it did either of those movies trip your empathy wires uh cutting moments yeah, we talked that. We talked about that. Yeah, yeah. and I moments. mean martyrs to a certain extent, but I think that we we intentionally disconnected because of the poor decision making of all of all all of like the 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 two different protagonists. Because I feel like it's like like a lot of people say it's two films, mm-hmm. so it's like the bad decision making of Lucy, where it's like, well, you went in and just killed this family that you don't know all that much about, but she turns out 
to be right. And then she ends up, you know, offing herself because it doesn't relieve her of the beast. Uh, and then Anna, who doesn't leave and decides to hang out in the mansion forever. It's like, I mean, you know, it's kind of hard to empathize for that character. Uh, and that I, th I think that's ultimately what where I found, like, I, I, I divorced my empathy from that character long before she went into the basement. We, I, I we had empathy. Yeah, we had empathy when the beast was having the things torn out of yeah, her head. Yeah, that too. Yeah. Yeah, I, is, I feel like that empathy would be divorced from gender. Yeah, I That's think... That's a straight-up body I'm, thing. I'm yeah. going to go ahead and say all of the empathy that I experienced for the all characters in Martyrs was completely not related to their gender. I would say the only time that I did, and it's not that I, I felt... It's just like that I was like, I for sure was like empathetic was like when I was like imagining what that would be like for me or like to feel that way was when she was getting whipped by the seriously bigger dude. Yeah. Like, yeah that was after, the, yeah. after a period in time, it becomes like so formulaic and like it be, as a, as a narrative or storytelling device, it becomes problematic because it's so repetitive. But, but would you feel, would you feel any differently if it were like a male child of the same size? Uh, no, but I think it's like, I don't, I think it, it was consciously not that, like, I didn't even think about, I, no, I wouldn't because it's still what, what made me feel empathetic was like, I can think about it visually, right? Like the guy is like visually far bigger than, yeah, no, than no, Anna, yeah, right? I, so it's like, that's the clear male, female power dynamic, like physical, physic in terms of physicality, their power dynamic and she can't go anywhere. Like, even if she's like unchained. Yeah she's not getting by that guy that's no. for sure in that state and it's like you know i think that that goes back to like i think com the conversation that either we had off off mic or during uh when we talked about this uh before on episode was when you're like i can't imagine what it would be like to walk down the street at night as a female and know that there's like an imminent threat like if one came up like i may or may not be fucked yeah, yeah you talked about the guy on the subway that was wildly bigger than you yeah yeah no but i mean i, I think it just it, all i'm saying is that it reflected that well no, it, it does it does reflect that and i guess like maybe that's the point of that movie but i mean like it's like at the time i don't know if it is the point of that movie yeah, well i mean yeah but it's like it's clearly intentional totally and like especially like what you just said about like yeah like she was unchained and she was like you know like in in another less extreme horror movie you know she would have found like a piece of glass to cut that guy's head off or something or it would be like you know there would be you know, it would be less cruel than to have somebody unchained and completely tethered to the 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 size disparity and strength disparity that is like tied to gender yeah. in our minds as viewers, yeah. as male viewers. Yeah. So yeah, I think that that yeah that so that would be that is that is I think the extent of it for me in yeah. murders. Mm -hmm. Murder set pieces. Murder set pieces is a tough one, but when it has those like more brutal rape scenes, that's when. Like the the one the when she was, she was tied to the workout bench. Mm -hmm. That one was fucking rough. Mm -hmm. Yeah, yeah, that one was really rough. I, I that found, one was rough. I found myself intentionally divorcing my empathy from that. Mm -hmm. I found myself trying not to to. I I I chose to direct all of those feelings towards like an anger at the director for using those things. Yeah, inappropriately. Yeah, I think that's in a film that had no message. Yeah, I think that's ultimately the problem. As we went, you know, mm -hmm. at length uh, on um, murder set pieces, is that 
it's so it feels so contrived that you check out of it mentally. And I think we've tried to like give ourselves that mental the mental um like make it make it better by saying like the fact that we give up empathy is that like Palumbo's biggest victory. Um, we might have said we talked about that, right? Mm-hmm. Might have been like, oh, maybe I absolutely in this moment feel like no because we checked out of his movie. Yeah. It wasn't like suddenly we were like participating in the movie, like fully buying into the movie and the story and the narrative or whatever, the lack thereof, and somehow were tricked by the effects of the movie to not feel empathy. Mm-hmm. No. Just like we were like, no, fuck this movie. No, yeah, he, yeah. he it, it, we, I think I said this the last time. If I were watching this at my apartment with Pappy and David, I would have turned it off if we didn't have to do a podcast about it afterwards. Yeah. Yep. That movie, like, I, I, I feel like. Uh, the intentional abuse of of the gender roles in that movie made it. Uh, it just made me dismiss it as as not worth thinking about. Yeah, which is uh, shitty. But it's like I don't I don't think that somebody deserves the time and the effort if they're if they're uh, intellectually exploring that territory for no reason. Yeah, I don't think it's like the the idea of that. He's not, and we, we we talked about this when we were saying like it's absolutely about misogyny. It's absolutely about those things. Like those, that's the primary like register of the film. Mm-hmm. But it gets lopped in with all the other like the Nazi imagery and like all the other all the other stuff in there that deserves its own time and space. Like that movie should have been about misogyny, or it should have been about uh, like anti-Semitism. It should have been about one of those things because each one of those things deserves its own space if you're going to explore it. Yeah. The fact that he like pastiched them together to this like awful fucking montage of like crazy shit. Yeah. It's just like, no, like I'm exactly with you. Yeah, so and, I have no and, time for you. We can extrapolate that he, d- he did all of those things in tandem because, or in, in that pastiche, because they were only there to make the audience squirm. Yeah. And, and to thumb his nose at the idea of, of, you know, banning a movie or like, or like free speech or whatever. Yeah. It's like, I'm not against <laughs> arguments against, like, I'm not against free speech. I just like, I, I'm not saying he shouldn't have made that movie. I'm saying that it's not a good movie and it's not. Well, it failed on every front. Yeah. It's yeah, not, it's it not, sucks. It's, it's yeah, not but, worth considering my empathy towards it because I dismissed it while watching it. Yeah. It's like the reason why he shouldn't have made that movie is because he's not a good filmmaker. Yeah. Yeah. Like, yeah. Yeah. Um, okay, I feel like we're gonna burn a bunch of time going through each each yep. movie. Uh, so, yep. but like, what are the other like serious ones in there? So, like, you know, let's let's figure out which ones did trip this wire and and how. So, yeah, breaking her will, breaking her will, yeah, <laughs> yeah, breaking her will was tough though because again, it was so fucking poorly executed. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but but I I think that that what I can say is that in the same way, uh. Like all, like any scene where there's violence against a woman because they're a woman and it's sexualized in any way, you can, uh, that's like a, a further extension of, um, you know, the scene in Martyrs because it's like, you know, we become aware of our lack of vulnerability and the vulnerability of being a smaller woman against a larger man. And it's like, it's at a certain point, generally there's not, there's not that much you can do if somebody decides that they want to harm you or they, they want to take you and, and, you know, 
use you for whatever they want to use you for and that and that's like the ultimate horror of being a woman in in a lot of these movies that's being exploited and i think it was being exploited in, in breaking her will i think sure. at, at to a certain extent i think he was exploring ideas i just think that it was a less badly veiled somehow version of of uh what Palumbo was doing in murder set pieces. Oh yeah, because he he dedicated the movie to that yeah. to yeah. that idea. Yeah, he, he as opposed to being like we didn't get all that other like crazy bullshit. Yeah, yeah, right for sure. But that's because he knew he was going to make twenty other movies that year, so he, yeah, he, he didn't he have wasn't time sweating to... it. <laughs> yeah, for sure. In the, yeah, in the collage that is his filmography. Yeah. Um, in Henry, it's the sister. Yeah. Because she you feel for the fucking sister. Yeah, the whole time. Because she's like the sexual object for both of them. Yeah. For her own brother and the new friend. She's actually interested in the new friend. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, her father. And that yep. was that the story that she yeah, tells? I yeah. So. Yeah. Well, and then that's why Henry ends up killing Otis. Yeah. Is over. I think her. I think it was her father and her boyfriend. I think her boyfriend was like physically abusive. Right. Remember like the military boyfriend? Yeah, totally. And then and then later at another point it's like she was also abused by the father and yeah. also clearly is in the process of seemingly being abused by Otis in some capacity. It's yeah. like Yeah. And then yeah. let's like let's think about the victims, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, the victims as well. The victims are the we don't see the murders right like we just see the aftermath for the large majority except for yeah the story though is like they they killed guys and girls yeah right they didn't have an mo no but in the movie they did no they killed killed the guy they killed the family and oh yeah that's right no you're right totally the tv dude me david's character (laughs) my shop owner self yeah yeah Yeah, your former shop owner and the guy with the car the guy they pull like who pulls over to help yeah, that's true. That's yeah. true. Yeah, they killed a lot of dudes. Yeah, in, but they, they also kill but Henry, two prostitutes. Yeah, but Henry hates his mom. No, is that Henry, another situation? Uh, he does hate his mother, but it's I was feel it like, because his mom was a no? Because it's because his mom uh, slept with dudes and made him watch. Yeah, and made that's him wear what, a dress to school. Yeah, that's right. Which yeah. is re- that actually happened. That yeah. happened to a lot of them. Jeez. Weirdly, and by them I mean serial killers. Serial killers. Yeah. yeah, that's fucking wild. Oh, yeah. uh, that's hard to think about it's like a it's a another truer obviously because it's based on some fact uh truer depiction of again what palumbo is trying to weave into his fucking epic story with the photographer (laughs) hating his mother yeah Yeah. it's almost sad how much that movie comes up yeah when we talk about these things yeah and it's always like well if you had done it better it like it ties perfectly into Murder set pieces. What's well, good is it's like we have like the we have the lowest common denominator. Right? <laughs> yeah, yeah, for so sure. It's like, it touches it's all. It's good to be like, them. what's yeah. the worst it could be? Is it? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, grotesque's an interesting one because it's not gender specific. Mm-hmm. I feel like each gender experiences a unique form of torture specific to their gender, but like specific the, to their biology. Yeah, specific to their biology. Sorry. Yeah. Sorry. Exactly. Yeah. Um, but if that one seems more male driven, right? Because he gets mm-hmm. his, yeah, just loses his, his boys. Yeah, but I, I think, I think that yeah, just tiptoeing. The yeah. one, the, the female character is the protagonist. Yeah, because she makes it to the end. Yeah, I think so, and she's the, she's the one who exercises some sort of like, like um, fuck you at the end. Yeah, and at the beginning, like she she's yeah. the one she's the one who is like. Um, 
has some sort of like free will or some sort of like like individual motivation. Like the guy's like just like a lovesick puppy, and he's like, "I'll do yeah. anything for you." And she's like, "Yeah, maybe." Like I don't know. Yeah, you know what I true, mean? True. Like she's yeah. she's like the one that we're supposed to identify with because she has thoughts and choices. Whereas yeah, and she yeah. says no. One no else, yeah, when he's like, "Would you die for?" her yeah it's yeah. like okay yeah like she, would you die for him she, she's no. clearly the one, one that it Fuck seems no. like we're supposed to identify with yeah yeah she's the one who like you know f- like inflicts the final blow of the, that the two of them will ever inflict yeah you know? in a glass in a glass cage was more male driven yeah more male centric yeah serbian film that's the big one serbian film's fucked you know what it is yeah but i think honestly in the same deal it's like it's like uh they're either objects of to kill or objects to induce rage. But the wife, though, his wife. Yeah, he loves her. Yeah, he does. He loves her like yeah. crazy. That yeah. one. I guess I'm not talking about Serbian film. I'm talking about the film in Serbian film. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like Jekka. Yeah, Jekka yeah, and her mother. Yeah, Jekka's mother. Oh yeah. yeah, don't get me wrong. Yeah, that's yeah, what yeah. that's like. That's what I think. What immediately comes to mind is is uh, the scene where it's like the the, the guy the, the Vuk is is feeding to um, fuck. Why can't I remember the hero's name? Milos. 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 Yeah. Um, when Vuk is feeding to Milos uh, information about Jekka's mother and the injustices towards. Uh, the you know sanctity of family and the, the the husband at war and basically attacking her for not fulfilling her female roles mm. her societal roles and yeah. and and implying that she needs to be physically assaulted and then murdered yeah. and then supplying the weapon to make that happen yeah. like that is what immediately comes to mind when I think of the treatment of women in Serbia mm-hmm. right. and the the woman that crawls towards him that's already been beaten yeah in that the dark room oh yeah. That's a crazy scene. For the yeah. same reason, you're like, oh, it's the aftermath already, and now this is starting. Yeah. Fuck. I'm going to throw a curveball at you. Throw it. Let's let's take the infamous scene for a second. The, the baby? The baby scene. What's the mom's reaction to what happens to the baby? Oh, I forgot about the mom. She smiles. She likes it. That is the ultimate gender role reversal. Maybe. Yeah. Maybe ever. Yeah. So if, you're, if we're following... Like you know, near near accepted gender stereotypes. Yeah, it's that females have an innate ability or an innate uh, instinct to immediately care for their child. Yeah, it's why. Um, Ooh, that's making me feel weird. It's to think why. About it. It's yeah. why um, uh, postpartum depression and with a, you hear those stories of like. A mom will drown her kids in their, her bathtub or something like that, and she'll yeah. like have them go like insane for a second or whatever. Yeah, it's like she has to be insane because it's so deeply rooted in our in our like cultural conscious that women protect their 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 babies. Yeah, that they they instantly need, or will instinctually want to care for them. Yeah, uh, that's why it's so crazy. It's like you know you hear those stories all the time. It's like yeah, these kids got murdered. Yeah, and the mom did it. But like I, as though that makes yeah. it more fucked up. Yeah. And that gets reversed in that scene. But I got two notes on that. Number one is just Casey Anthony. And yeah. I'm, 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 but well, she said, why do you think she's such a fucking monster? She likes to party. Yeah, well, she likes to, but it has her specific brand. It's like Audis, the specific brand of partying. Yeah, you on Facebook, you seen Casey Anthony's party pics? <laughs> yeah. She's got like a, like a, like a, like an LA Rams jersey on and she's got like beads and she's got like a red cup. 
Like yeah, it's because she doesn't care. But like the, the the thing there is like if she murked her kids, like she that's, did murk her kid. Yeah, so it's like the that's like again, that's like the ultimate role reversal. Yeah, but so uh, so here's my um, argument. Well, not argument. I, it's just a note I want to put on that. I think that the point of the movie is that it's a porn movie, uh-huh. and I think that if you think of the common complaint. Uh, by anyone that's not a straight man basically about pornography is that it's designed only for straight men Mm -hmm. and the depiction of women in pornography is that they enjoy things that in reality they probably don't enjoy like getting pissed on or like spat on or like just treated like shit in general that is like a male fantasy that is not i mean like obviously like i don't want to get into the the complicated things about like whatever but it's not shown in a way that is enjoyable for women it's shown it that in a way that's enjoyable for men it is like it is marketed towards men and the women are characters that are playing a role to fulfill a male fantasy and pornography like the mother in the in the the thing however yeah that's one line and i think that's super strong absolutely i fully agree with that but the other line is it plays right into the breakdown of the family yeah 100 right away so i think like either either way i think that's super important to note that the context in which that scene occurs yeah exists in something that is absolutely typically geared towards male consumption and you're right like that is that there are those like fetish um ultimately that's like a fucked up fetish porno yeah the the baby scene yeah it's like a super fucked up yeah but it also rolls in nicely into like in terms of a story structure or narrative structure like the breakdown of the family like seemingly from every angle yeah i wonder sorry this is like not an appropriate time to be mentioning this but i'm just wondering if anybody ever did like the way that they do like porn parodies like like like, you know like (laughs) oh my god the pirates (laughs) of the caribbean or whatever if somebody was like we'll just make like a really shitty fake hyper euro version of the serbian film god that's fucking wild to think about (laughs) yo both both to the listener and to my buddies, the new challenge is the, um, what's the title of the Serbian film porn parody? <laughs> I'd like to know. Yeah, we'll figure that out. Yeah. Um, okay, let's move, let's move yeah, let's on. Keep so it moving. Let's, let's, let's get to uh, the second question. Um, <laughs> so we're, we're thinking about ways in which our empathy has been enacted uh, both successfully and unsuccessfully. Um, but again, we have to be be realistic with like the expectation of what empathy can do for us. So I'm curious if there are any limit if you guys can see any any limitations to empathy. Oh yeah. Like, where's where's the box buck drop? Yeah, a big one on these I think would be when something happens to you in real life uh, that's traumatizing. Mm-hmm. It uh, isn't likely to happen a whole bunch of times to no. you. Uh, in these films. The things that we're seeing, we've seen hundreds, possibly thousands of times. Yes. So the limitation of my my empathy to film is that I've experienced it a million times. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, that makes sense. I, I think a, a limitation for me is... Uh, physical and mental. I think that physically, it's easier to identify. Like, obviously, I can't uh, 
identify physically with being sick. Well, I mean, you know, you can imagine it, but it's not the same thing and it doesn't look the same on screen and that's not what's, what it's intended to do. Mm-hmm. Um, but I think the physicality of, of anything shy of like an actual rape scene is the first thing that I can, that I personally feel like, Oh, I can, I, I can identify with that. Like I'm just, I just imagine somebody way bigger than me physically dominating me. And that's like where my mind goes when I see a, a scene of violence, uh, an upon a woman but I, I I have a much harder time imagining what it would be like to feel mentally constrained by a man or to be um, affected by gender roles in society yeah uh, I think the best job of that of all the movies was in cutting moments totally for sure mm-hmm. yeah um, and I think that that that's like arguably of all the movies I've ever seen one of the ones where I found it the most easy to emotionally identify with a woman character for her womanness mm. I was like I that I did not see that coming when we started watching that movie yeah um, but generally I find I find that difficult and I think that it's because I don't want to you know I don't want to put myself in somebody else's shoes and pretend I know what that feels like. I think that we all do that naturally a little bit, but I think that we are aware of the fact that it is not correct. Like we are not really actually experiencing what it would feel like. And it would be silly to say that we are emotionally. Yeah. I think it's, that's super important. And I think that's, I wouldn't say it's a limitation of empathy, but it's something that you need to be very clear about is that empathy does, should not lead to, any measure of appropriation where you take it on and it becomes about you. Yeah. It's literally about like how, how can I begin to understand the situation of somebody else? Yeah. Well, right? you would need, you would need to hear it from their perspective, but seeing it on a film is different than listening to somebody describing how they feel about a situation rather than watching it play out on a screen. Yeah. I think, I think, uh, for me, uh, the the limitation to empathy occurs like when the movie's over, and it's because I don't I'm not I'm not I'm not a female, so I don't take it I, I like and I don't want to assume that every female viewer would be rocked to the point where they continuously think about it afterwards. But it, for the ones that get affected, they are going to get affected probably in a different way than me, maybe. Yeah. Um, and what happens typically is that I if I if I'm thinking about the the female, if I'm confronted with a female experience that makes me that trips my empathy, uh, if I'm not confronted by that thing, I can. I it's easily it's easy to start translating the movie after it's done back into my own particular perspective and the yeah. way in which myself as a man, as an individual with a unique personality, will just process any thought. Yeah, that- and it's like so. It's like that idea of like. That's truly cognitive. It's like it have to be you consciously are trying to continuously think about the experiences of of one of these characters after the movie was over. Yeah. So I guess I guess like that that is like a, a way more eloquent way of putting it. But that's basically what I was trying to say is that right. like uh, as far as effective empathy goes, physically speaking, yes, I can identify with how bad it would hurt to get whacked by somebody way bigger than you or beat up or physically restrained. Uh, as far as cognitive empathy, empathy, uh, the limitation is that you have to translate it into a scenario that would make sense for you as a man, mm. and that is the limitation because it they're not they're not the same they're not one to one they're so, they're inherently different and yeah. so I think that that's like a very very uh, that's a that's a line yeah 
Um, I we I guess we've kind of already started to answer this, but I'll ask it anyways. Uh, can you ever truly process something that is beyond yourself? Like, can you? Does, no. that, does that question make sense? I don't think so. Yeah, I don't think so either. I feel like that would be like mental illness. If I if I started adopting mm. like like Dave's traumatic experience, mm-hmm. that's a mental illness because I didn't have that experience. Mm-hmm. You know, that's like a weird. That's like adopting something to protect myself from something else, or or because of some sort of like, you know, mental weakness that I'm experiencing at some moment, and, and I need something to you know, your brain does stuff because it needs to, mm-hmm. you know. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and I don't necessarily. I ask that question because I don't think it's necessary that we do truly process something beyond ourselves because that's appropriation territory. Exactly. When you try and take it on and own it for yourself, like that's not, it's like, it's really, it's to say there are cut and dry rules of what, you know, imagine like in reality or like if you're, if you, if one of these fictional characters stepped off the screen and like you had to console them, you know what I mean? Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. Oh, that's that would be that's awful. a horrible thought. Yeah, yeah but it's just Thank like you. you can't, you can't possibly, you can't, you can't, you can't own it like that. You can't. It's not your responsibility to, like, or sorry, what are the lines of like what you should do and what you shouldn't do in those moments? You know what I mean? Like, how yeah. do you do that? That's tough to think about. It, but, it reminds me of the people who just say uh, they they try to tie it to things that happen to them, but it never they never equate yeah you know like you're going through some shit right now and then the person you're telling will say like yeah my friend's uncle Mm -hmm. had a similar experience and then it's not even similar at all yeah it's infuriating that they're even tying these things together to you that are just like deep in the shit right now and you're like you're serious yeah and i think it's like the danger there is like you know it's like the person's heart is probably in the right place but it's like even if it was you know the exact same event occurred between two people it's still different it's still completely different yeah the way in which it processes it so you you know how do you console someone in that moment while still like giving them like without you know stripping away like the uniqueness of that their personality you know what i mean or like the way that which they process it you i think we're we're learning that as a culture right now yeah i think uh it's the ask if it's okay all the time mm-hmm. you know yeah like do you want me to just shut up and like hug you for half an hour cuz i'm totally cool with that yeah. yeah and i think it's a communication thing too right it's like 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 i was saying before it's like it's like uh it would be way easier to understand the perspective of a character from having a conversation with them than it is from literally watching what happened to them. You Mm -hmm. know what I mean? Like, it's like, if you like, like say for example, somebody like near and dear to you got physically or sexually assaulted and there was a surveillance tape of it and the police made you watch it for some reason, that's not going to bring you closer to that experience. It's going to upset you and disturb you and and make it. Well, then you've had, you've had your own traumatic experience at that point. Yeah. And and it's not the same traumatic experience as like, whatever that's seeing a loved one. Because we would have rage. It would be like just just rage. Yeah, and it, and it wouldn't there's no it, there's no good that can be done from that yeah. it, because it's it's driving a, an even further like wedge between you and that person and that empathy. But if you have a conversation with them and ask them about how they feel and 
what they're feeling and why, then you are becoming like more fluent in what their feelings are and what their experience is, right? And that's and you can't do that from watching a movie. So it's really no. it, it is it is really hard to do that in general. But it's I think it's particularly difficult with movies. It's yeah. particularly difficult with these movies because we've said the characters are poorly written mm-hmm. to begin with, yeah. and the stories are like loose and whatever so you don't you don't even end up being tied to the characters no and at that's why cutting moments was so effective is it's you know 20 minutes long but mm-hmm. you we we all feel like we felt with her yeah 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 um okay well let's throw another wrinkle in mm-hmm. um so we've all admitted throughout the season the first season that we get uncomfortable during scenes of uh, where violence is carried out on women. Yeah. So do you guys think, or, is, or let me ask you, is that discomfort different than when you see violence carried out on males? Yes. I don't know, because the violence is never the same. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I don't, I'm thinking a lot of the violence that I see with male characters tends to be uh, the man showing machismo mm-hmm. for little to no reason often, like you were saying, um, about like the characters and martyrs making the wrong decisions. Yeah. Often anytime a male is in trouble, it's to me because he did the dumbest shit yeah. he could have done. Okay. Mm-hmm. And often because he's a man. Yeah. Yeah. It's like, Oh yeah, I'm going to tackle him. You're like, why? No, you'd leave. You yeah. just get the fuck out of there. There's a, sorry to interrupt. But there's a very, mm. very dope scene in uh, Jason four, I believe in Friday the 14th four, where he walks into the basement to go like save a female character. And then immediately starts yelling, he's killing me. <laughs> it's like, <laughs> he's killing me. It's like, it's the most satisfying version of what you're talking. That's about. perfect. Yeah. Um, that's a perfect example. <laughs> yeah. I fully agree. I, I think that's a, I, I agree with Danny and I agree with you. Uh, I think uh, I think I do get more uncomfortable when it's occurring to a, a female. Like even when if you like, we've seen dudes get um, get again. It is probably do their like bravado or whatever, but we've seen them get physically abused in it. But think about this one. It doesn't happen for very long. Mm. It doesn't get nearly as much screen time as everything else that occurs to women throughout it. Mm. But let's go back to Serbian film yeah. when we realize that he was drugged and raped by that security guard guy. The guy in black. So that would be a moment where a man has ex- experienced sexual violence. Was he? I don't even yeah. remember. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. There's, that's the video camera when he's watching the video. Yeah. And you see it. And he's like, like right putting it together because he was all crazy drugged. Yeah. Oh, yeah. No, he catches an arm. Yeah. yeah. But that I mean, to go so further bad. than that, he, he, uh, he rapes his own son. Yeah, there's yeah. another. Yeah, for sure. So yeah. like that one is a huge one. Yeah, but yeah. I think the sun is an object at that point in the movie. Yeah, and I'm just trying to think of yeah. like if you're thinking about like if you're you know, trying to think of equals. Yeah, or mm-hmm. like as close to. Yeah, yeah. So it's children like, wouldn't count. Yeah, because like that kind of occupy as we've said, like in terms of taboos, that kind of occupies yeah. its own space. There, there are two that aren't in extreme horror movies that get me. There's uh, Deliverance. Yeah, Squeal Pig. That was bad, and uh, that Sean Penn movie. Fucking Dead Man Walking. Yo, that's a rough one. That's mm-hmm. a rough one. That is a really rough yeah. one. I saw that far the, too young. Yeah. I'm trying to picture right now that th- there were rape scenes w- with men being raped where they are like crying and screaming like the women. 
No, I mean, I think... No, 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 no. I'm, I'm doing yeah. that now because yeah. then my empathy is off the charts for those men mm-hmm. yeah. in the same way as the women. Yeah. And this is why I'm tying it into, like, the way men are and the way men are portrayed mm-hmm. is often that, like, they'll just deal, mm-hmm. which I think is bullshit. Mm-hmm. Like, I, I think they're written as just as poorly. Yeah. Well, I, I think that, I think that, like, I mean, there are more than a handful of very, very, very effective rape scenes with a woman. There are less with a man, but I think that the, the, the process is different, right? It's, it's like, I think that the, the, the empathy falls apart when it's like, sure. It's like, all I can do is try to imagine what it would be like to feel what somebody would is describing that they're feeling. And Mm -hmm. even in that situation, I can't because it's just not, it's a very, very different experience that I have than that person. But even on screen, that's true, right? It's like it's like a male is going to ra- react very, very differently to being sexually assaulted or raped than a woman is. That's just the way that it is because it's just a different psych- psyche. Like they, they think differently. They have different goals and objectives, and they have different like biological imperatives. You know, it's so it's it's very very difficult to uh, to try to even relate those two things for me. So it's like, I, I, I think that at times, you know, like in that, in that Sean Penn movie, I've thought like, fuck, that would be so awful, but that's not even the same thing. It's very different. And it's wrong to assume that that's the same thing that a woman being raped is going through. Cause it's not. Mm. And I don't think it's just the performance. I think it's just the knowing that those two things are very different experiences. You know what I mean? Cause it's like, what do you think the chances are of it happening again? Say you were raped in jail or something like that for the for your like weekend stint for like whatever. Mm-hmm. What are the are chances? You thinking, of the- are you thinking American History X? No. Which part of Dead Men Walking does he catch the R? Uh, that's what he goes to jail for. When he does the rape, he does it. Yeah, yeah, okay, yeah, yeah. yeah but I'm just saying to, like, the, to the couple. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, okay. But so the thing that the thing that, fr- but yeah, but they they do the guy. Yeah. Oh yeah. Absolutely, yeah. they do. Yeah. Um. But the thing that's the thing that I'm I guess I'm talking about is that it's like, uh, you know, you 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 have this empathy towards that character and you're you're relating to that character, but it's like that's not going to happen to that guy again. You know what I mean? And it's not a constant threat, and it's not making that constant threat more visible to you for the rest of your life. And that's like that's something that I will never be able to relate to. Like on on a one to one level, I can only I, you can listen, but you don't know. You know what I mean? Like we were saying, like you know, you are psychologically affected by certain things because you scenes because you think about them later. But you were emotionally affected by the the rape scenes in uh, I Spit on Your Grave and in Last House on the Left because you had an emotional understanding of that atmosphere. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Yeah, I yeah, I'm I'm with you for sure. Uh, the where I think it drops off though is the veil of it never being able to happen again is completely removed once it happens once. Like, remember when our buddy of ours, a buddy of ours, Fitz, got jumped, and yeah. uh, like on his way walking to a buddy, like I was there, he showed up, he was super like like wasn't himself. We were like, yo, are you cool? And he's like, no, I just got fucking robbed. It took him a long time to not think he was going to get robbed every time he stepped out mm-hmm. of his house. Yeah, that's fair. But yeah, it's it's still. I I I hear what, I I don't think that what you're, that that makes what you're saying incorrect. I think I and I and it's on the individual level. It's like, you know, there is this um, like systemic 
like there are systemic sexual power relations. Those are the things that are being revealed to us now that we all know existed before through Me Too movements and what happened in the film industry and how that kind of dominoes and reveals all the other ways in which women are constantly under, if they're, especially if they're trying to, to navigate an upwards trajectory in a world that's dominated by males who ha- are in seats of power. Yeah. There, there are, we know, I'm sure all of, all of our girlfriends at some point at another was like, I'm not going to say propositioned, but like was probably made to feel like, you know, if you grease the wheels, you can move up. 100%. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Which is like not necessarily true for us. Nope. Right? No, but it's also, I, I think that like what I'm like, like aside from the, like the, like just the general structure and like how that sort of plays out in, in all aspects of life. I think that like what I, what, what I'm getting at with, um, not being able to see it as like one to one in in terms of like the recovery thing is that you are uh, you know there's there's like like in, in your friend's fits situation it's like um it's like a, it's a mental situation it's like it like you're suffering from uh, this paranoia that it's going to happen again and it's it's always possible and that threat is always out there and it's looming and it's like whatever but when you if you are able to overcome that and see the situation clearly that is not the reality you know what i mean it's especially not the reality of like how many how often do you threaten to get robbed how often do you read online that somebody's like oh, we're gonna rob you or like how like or like i guess more aptly like how often have you heard another man or anyone threaten to rape a man ever yeah but I, I again it's like it's like at that point you're playing a numbers game mm-hmm. right or partially because it's like yeah i know so many females who have not been raped no i know but but a lot of us know somebody who has been whether we even know that or not a lot yeah like a lot and not just rape but do you not know anyone that's never like you know none of, none of your friends have been jumped like two but, but still I, I feel like i know more people who have been sexually assaulted by a lot than 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 been robbed yeah, all I'm saying though, my my only point is that I'm not I saying don't. I know more people that have been robbed. Weirdly, yeah, I would say that's not the norm. No, but it's true. Yeah, for me specifically. Yeah, and I'm just saying it's like it's like we, and those things don't equate anyway. Yes, for sure. At, like not even no remotely. no no. If we're just trying mm. to think of like we live under like you live under it, it can't happen to me until it happens to you, whether that's anything. Yeah, that's right. True. Whether it's anything, and then that—that's like the—that is the 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 kernel of trauma. It's like as soon as it breaks through, that's it. Yeah. Right. Um, now, are there different experiences of that and different like grades of that? Absolutely. Mm-hmm. Like, I have a real problem when when people say like, oh, it's like today was super traumatic. It's like, no, it, no, it absolutely yeah. was not. No, I know. Like, I know. It yeah. absolutely wasn't. Yeah. You know we've what I mean? Like, about this. Right. That's a bummer to say that. Yeah. Be- but when you get to truly traumatic moments, there are grades of there, like, of like the thing that might trip you off and, and you never come back from it. I would say sexual assault at that level is one of those things. Yeah. Uh, getting robbed is probably, again, I'm, this is all speculation, yeah. but it's probably easier to come back from than than that oh yeah i think so also but i i I guess what i'm what i'm getting at is that it's like you know like in in relation to my girlfriend she will intentionally take certain routes home she will intentionally take a cab if it's if it's too late she will avoid certain situations for her entire adult life and that's because she's avoiding 
what she sees as a looming potential threat of being sexually assaulted by somebody who does not know her. Totally. And that is not the same reality for somebody who's get, uh, in terms of getting robbed. That's like that's a result of trauma, but those fears didn't exist before he got robbed. Those fears do exist here bef- though. Think about think about uh, is that then it's like geographically speaking. No, no, like, no, but yeah. I'm saying but that's true everywhere for all women. That's what I'm saying, you know what I mean? It's like there's, there's there's like I think for me the reality of it is once you get past the trauma, you are back to that place where you were before where you're still avoiding that situation that is possible anywhere. Yeah, again, it's like again, it's like I don't. It's this is dangerous territory to like to. to yeah, because to, it to sounds tease. like we're arguing, and no one would. Yeah, argue no, what no, you're I, saying. I don't. I don't. I don't mean that we're arguing. I'm just trying to clarify. No, because like you're. I know, but totally you're making. Argue. Yeah, you're I making to- a great point. Yeah, that is unarguable. Yeah, but it's interesting to tease it out. But then we don't want to sound like yeah. we're disagreeing with what you're saying because then it because if you sounds think like about, we're siding, yeah. saying no, like, no, I, I don't, I don't think that's what you guys. Because like, doing. I'm just wondering if if your girlfriend or my girlfriend yeah. didn't live in Toronto, if it would be, and they live not in another major municipality, if it's the threat is as constant. Oh yeah, big time. My sister was never, ever, ever allowed to walk home from like her skating practices in Richmond Hill. She always had to get. But a is ride. that a big? I'm thinking like I'm like like Oakville, like Oakville's like, the look, same as Richmond Hill. Whereas like there, it's not. It's definitely far more suburban than than Richmond Hill is. Yeah, I don't like I don't, I don't every. Know. Like I don't again. I don't know. I yeah. really don't know because I, I wasn't. I don't. I don't have a sister. I don't have any. Like I don't have any yeah. dir- like direct uh, females. Uh, like people that I could be like. Yeah, I know. Like she did walk home, whatever. But I'm just thinking like like yeah. There's always the threat that it can happen. But I I definitely think that the level of cons- consistency or like the 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 probability of it happening probably changes from place to place. Yeah, but I don't think it feels that way for for women at all. That's like, like yeah, that, I have that, no that's, idea. That's generally like like from my impression, like having a sister and like like she literally never ever ever was like I'm walking home. She's more inclined to do that like as a headstrong adult cuz she was like fuck that, I have like pepper spray in my bag and whatever, but as like a teenager, but even carrying the pepper spray is yeah, but reason that's, enough yeah, to that, be like, yeah, that's, oh yeah, no, like I'm, I'm walking prepared, literally never not aware of the threat anywhere, mm-hmm. and that's yeah. like in Medicine Hat when she lived in Medicine Hat, she lives in, in like a tiny town in Quebec right now, like always aware, always, yeah, no, and, and I think it would be foolish not to be, you know, but but I I think that sorry, I think that that's the reality of it, and I guess the point that I'm trying to illustrate is that that's why for me it always falls short of like understanding, it's like I'll never get that, mm-hmm. and knowing that having to overcome that trauma and then go back to that is like I'll never know that, you mm-hmm. know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And I think that that's why like when I see something on a screen. And I think that that's something that like we all experience when we watch any form of sexual violence in any of these movies is it's like this immediate discomfort because it's like it's like I'm being confronted with something that I can't understand. And I know the how I know that it's affecting, you know, all women (laughs) when they watch it, because that's the reality, Mm. Uh, because it doesn't it doesn't really matter what you look like or whatever you're you're always that that threat is always looming and i know that that it must be awful but i don't know how awful and it's it's hard to do that i almost find it easier to watch those scenes this sounds the worst but i almost find it easier to watch a scene like that with a woman and then talk about it afterwards Mm. for myself Mm. because then i can understand it better but then it's like 
yeah, I had like my friend or my girlfriend or whoever I had to sit through like a shitty fucking scene in a movie that they didn't want to watch. It's going to make them, that's going to populate their mind with images next time they're walking home alone. Yeah. You know? And that's a good, that's another thing that I don't understand. And that, I think that's why that discomfort is like, I'll, you just don't get it. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? It just like isn't going to be able to happen. Yeah. It's interesting. It's interesting. I would want to talk to, I would want to, this is where like I'd dive into being a sociologist for like, one project i'd want to know yeah i'd want to know the numbers on like on on how often and not not to, yeah. to dispute it, i just would want to know i like it i find it i would it would be crazy i feel like i would be i would anticipate a huge number yeah. and i would probably be shocked by the number that actually came through like yeah. f- being f- f- vastly bigger than what i thought it was going to be yeah because like it doesn't stop like our girlfriends from like my girlfriend walks Every not at night, yeah. And like to be fit, like to, in all honesty, I was like, I it'd be stupid to do that. Like I wouldn't want her to. Yeah, you know what I mean, like, but it's like you're aware of that. Absolutely, right? you know what I mean. Absolutely, but like during the day, she walks everywhere. Yeah, everywhere. Yeah, no, that's fair. But it's like I mean, that's a different set of circumstances, right? And that's it's, all it's I'm a, saying. Yeah, it's yeah, like yeah. it can change. Yeah, from, no, no, I know. But it's like it's like I think that generally the the like at night thing and for there's, sure there's there's, there's there's certain universals where it's like if this is going to happen, the likelihood is increased by these factors and that doesn't necessarily change too much. It's just such a common, it's like a trope almost in like any true crime thing where it's like, they thought something like this could never happen here. And then it's like, well, why? Yeah. But the, but the, yeah, no, for sure. Absolutely. Because the, the, the threat isn't, I don't think it's an urban problem or a suburban problem or a rural problem. I think that it's a thing where it's like guys that can't control their fucking hormones and are like, and want to take something. I just think it's a numbers game. Yeah. Like if, like if you have a ha- greater population, the chances go higher. Yeah. No, that's true. A hundred percent. Yeah. But I mean like, it doesn't just- mean, it doesn't mean like if we're, if, if we're putting this on like a one big roulette wheel of life, yeah. that could land anywhere at any time. Yeah. That's, that's what I mean. For sure. And yeah. I don't dispute that. I'm just thinking like the probability goes up higher in certain areas in certain times. Yeah, but I mean, it's it's still true anywhere, right? Like, the, just because the probability is higher doesn't mean that the probability is not there. And it's not like it's not like the probability of getting murdered is way higher in in Toronto than it is like in Oakville. I think hundred percent. You know what I mean? Hundred percent. No, 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 I, no. I know that. Yeah. But I don't think that 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 those numbers equate even remotely when it comes to like rape or sexual assault. For sure. Because for sure. that that crime is that it is its own motive. Like totally. you instantly understand the motive of rape. The amount of shit that would happen rape. in like any high school situation. Yeah. Like, yeah, for sure. You guys want to talk about movies again? Yes. Yeah. Please. So badly. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, to that point. So I was going to ask if like, you know, why we do, if we understand it, but I th- we, we talked about that even indirectly. Uh, but, but going back to the movies, this is something that we cannot escape in these movies. And this is why like the, the female violence, and this is why we were obviously like one of the reasons why we're compelled to talk about it right now. Mm-hmm. So why do you think that these films consistently deal in violence or sexual violence to women? I think the conversation you guys just had is exactly why. Yeah. Cause it gets people fired up. Yeah. It's a, it's a, it's very emotional. It's insanely emotional. Yeah. And, and I think it, it changes from movie to movie, like the reason why. Like it's definitely different in cutting moments than it is in murder set pieces. Totally. Big time. Yeah. You know? Yep. It's just interesting that so many, like all of them mm-hmm. in one way or another, except, I mean, if you use the blanket statement of violence, all of them. Yeah. 
All of them. Yeah, none of them don't. In have one that. way. Mm -hmm. uh, the least would probably be in a glass cage. And that's because it's like she just had to go, the the, the wife. Yeah. So she didn't get in Angelo's plans to fuck with Klaus. Yeah. yeah. Like she was just in the way. Yeah. Like it was like she was uh, collateral. Yeah, if damage. there was no wife in the film, there wouldn't yeah. have been a need to kill her. Yeah, yeah. But in a way, though, like the ultimate like violence against women in that movie is towards the. What's the, the Rena? Rena, because she's adopting this like this like awful fucking tendency to like want to torture people. Yeah, she but, did not have before she met this. Fucking yeah, yeah. Guy. In that way, she becomes victimized for sure. Or, yeah. Like she becomes absorbed into the cycle, but she's not a victim. Yeah, yeah. Like she's not victimized. Yeah, she's never. Yeah, they don't. They don't. Nothing ever happens to her. Because that was the yeah. big thing. The big line that we drew right was yeah. like the problem why the cycle doesn't come fully complete is because Rena never experiences her own. Abuse yeah. like from uh, Angelo did from him. Yeah, yeah. Like there wasn't it wasn't handed down in that but, way. But let me ask you though: if you find out somebody's a second generation Scientologist, do you judge them less harshly if, than if they decided that? <laughs> yeah, at no, twenty one years not. old. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, like not. that's kind of like what I'm yeah. thinking. Like I was like I, I'm like you know that I I view Beck as a victim as the only second generation Scientologist that I know of. Um, <laughs> And I always have. Yeah, no, I think you definitely have a point where it's like she definitely falls victim to the cycle. It's yeah. just like that cycle is like, as we've talked about, it's like, like not, it, there's problems with it. There's holes mm -hmm. in it. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Holding the story. Yeah. And it's also interesting that, that she would adopt that same level of sadism in the same way from a male person, because you would presume that those nuts and bolts in your brain would work way differently. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Because it's like all, like all, all, like your sexual wiring is completely different. If you know, like, like, like biologically speaking, and that's like subject to change based on experience, I guess. But I mean, like, it's like to have it completely like be like inducted into her brain based on like whatever, like you know, yeah, just like this fascist like house guest, yeah. <laughs> um. Who do you who do you think the if you had to again we're dealing in stereotypes but if you had to pick one over the other who are these who are these who who are the intended audience for this movie males or females which one in a glass cage all, extreme all, cinema I, see that's I, I, I have a hard time with that because I feel like it's a different movie to movie you do yeah I think cutting moments was had a different target audience than uh, than murder set pieces totally for sure. I think, I, I think that Douglas Buck wasn't like, I want the splatter kids to like love this fucking movie with like mm. complex messages about like the male gaze. I think it's dudes though. Yeah, I still tend to, if I had to choose, gun to head. Yeah, but I yeah. mean like within the, I mean, yeah, if I had to choose, I would say all these movies are, are generally directed towards dudes, but they have such a high amount of female fans. Like so many. Yeah. Like I'm, I'm the guy on the Instagram. Trust me. Yeah. <laughs> it's yeah. like, yeah, no, no, no. That I, is what's they're like. They're like way into it. No, yeah. no, for sure. We know. Yeah. yeah. Like a lot of people who are like, do this like semi-seriously in their spare time. Like yeah. talk about I actually, these yeah, I know more girls that are into this than guys. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I know. Which is weird mm -hmm. to think about now. Yeah. Well, I think that maybe that's because, like, for the reasons that we're like talking about a little bit, because like we're talking about like like in you know in the in the extreme cinema thread, we talk about like how uh, it, difficult it is for us to feel shocked now. Mm -hmm. But it's that that's because the shocking parts of it are not directed at us. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Yeah, it's interesting. Like, I'm definitely to be shocked. Very difficult. 
these days. Yeah. But to feel uncomfortable always happens when when the rape scene's coming. Yeah, but for it, sure. But it's like a fleeting moment, and it's for sure. Like, and and it, if I know if it's not going to be like if I if I feel like you know because you know um, the title of uh, breaking her will, I was like. This one's gonna be fucking just late, like so many rape scenes, and it's gonna be fucking difficult to get through. Yeah. But as soon as the movie came on, I was like, it's probably gonna suck, but it's like this isn't gonna last. Yeah. Like, so it will be that fleeting moment. Yeah, and, and and that's what it is, right? It's like it's like in, in murder set pieces. It's a bit. It's an endurance game. It's like how long can I endure this discomfort? And it's a lot easier knowing that you fucking hate the director and you don't think the movie's good. Yeah. It's like, well, fuck, mm-hmm. I'll watch it because he's gonna make me watch it. But now I'm looking at it as like an actor acting that way rather than a person being assaulted like it's like a different experience when you're like fuck this the threat of otis trying to kiss his sister was grosser than way grosser the entirety of those yeah yeah. 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 absolutely but but, uh that being said it's like we don't it's because there's no real threat to us Mm -hmm. you know what i mean that we don't have to associate that with anything real right like in the last like in the last one we ask and like i I think you know whatever but the reality of of or the the realistic or the reality of that potentially happening to you impacts how shocked or not shocked you can be, right? That's why I'm so deeply fucked up by the strangers because all it takes is somebody to decide to do that to me and then it's already possible instantly. You know what I mean? Nothing needs to happen. You know, nothing needs to change other than three people and me being the target and that's extremely random but possible, you know? Whereas, like, it's not possible. The Leatherface thing just isn't going to happen to me. Yeah. Okay, like, so... Here's a here's a difficult question, mm-hmm. and this comes back to like the idea of like what what's more again shocking is not the not the word for me because I don't know what it would be at this point. Like a Serbian film certainly did at the time, um, but I'm still far more comfortable. Like I'm I was f- like the Milos rape that occurred mm. so much easier than any of the f- sexual violence that occurred to women for me to take in that moment. Mm. So my question to you, like the, the thought experiment is what would you rather have? Would you, and this is like, fuck, no karma. <laughs> or which one do you think would be more difficult? Having something terrible happen to a person or having to that person's loved one? Which person would you rather be? The one that gets something happen to them or their loved one happens? Something happens to their loved one. Oh, I'll take it. Yeah, I would take it. For sure, because you can't. There's no way to make it better for them. No. Yeah, there's not. Like, I can't understand it. I can't say there's, I want to say every right thing in the world, and there's not, like, that, they, those words don't exist. No, yeah, there's no, there's no. That's there's why it's like, it's a version of that when I watch, like, it's, and it comes back to what you're saying. I just can't understand it. Yeah. There's nothing I can do to make it better. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 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 Well, as a male viewer, is our experience of scenes of sexual violence towards a woman different than scenes of non-sexual violence towards a woman? Hmm. Yeah. I think so. I think there's something for me that is like, like, like when uh, uh, Anna is getting beat down by Mm-hmm. The super big dude. Yeah. That sucks. That absolutely sucks. It does, yeah. And so when I say, yeah, I am not trying to say one is worse than the other. All I'm saying is which one, as a view, as a viewer of something fictional, which is like a representation of what happens every day, mm-hmm. when I watch it, it's always the 
the the rape scene that will sting the hardest that yeah. will that will make me feel and sting is the wrong word like make me feel un- like deeply uncomfortable depending yeah. on how realistically that scene is carried that, out i was just going to bring that up is like it's weirdly easy i imagine i've never filmed a rape scene but i imagine it's weirdly easy to make it look real with like very minimal effort yeah yeah it would just but, come down to the actors right yeah, but like when you when you have to film a scene where somebody's punching someone, mm-hmm. that's really hard to do. Yeah. To make it look believable. Mm-hmm. Where a rape scene is like to me it's a piece of cake. Like a guy can just be doing his thing and you're like, "Yeah, that's awful. Yeah. I, I can't well, but, handle this." I will make this argument. Let's talk about murder set pieces for a minute. Okay. Cuz I made some I made some claims. <laughs> About how yes. unrealistic those scenes seem. So, and I think I think that what it comes down to is yeah, it's the performances, right? If you have an actual actress that will like be like, yeah, that would be awful if that happened to me. Let me play that out rather than a porn star who's just gonna be like, say no, not yes. Okay, no. Yeah, <laughs> you know yeah. what I mean. That's like yeah, the, you know? and I I literally mean like when when someone is getting punched, you can tell that no one gets punched. Yeah. Mm. With a rape scene in any film ever, you're not seeing penetration. You're not seeing genitals. You're not seeing anything actually happening. In most sex scenes. Exactly. Mm. So like, so it's very easy to film. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I think that makes them, that makes it it less effective to me, to be honest. When they're the the physical abuse, because it's just not as real. Yeah. Saying? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. 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 That might be part of it for sure. Yeah. That's it always, I'm... yeah. It always rings true for sure with like, again, depending on the production of the film, mm-hmm. but yeah. like. Yeah. But yeah. I think even with a really low production value, a rape scene is a really easy one to do. Yeah. True. Oh no, for sure. Yeah. Absolutely. But it's I think like... that that's the thing is like with low production value, the, the like punching them is going to look really shitty. Totally. Yeah. And I, and generally I'm like, I will say like, for sure, uh, sexual violence scenes affect me way more than regular violence scenes against women. Like there's like, I, I felt more uncomfortable in all of like the shitty, like, like sexual violence scenes. Like, cause there's no real rape in uh, breaking her will. It's more, uh, it's more just like, like, you know, sadistic sexual violence, like violence and kind of like weird torture. Mm. And like that kind of made me feel more uncomfortable than the beating scenes in martyrs. Maybe not, maybe not breaking your will, but definitely in like murder set pieces, even though I was like shit talking it, I was like still forced to watch it and I knew what it was representing. And that made just a representation of that makes me more uncomfortable than watching a woman get beat up by a much larger man because it's, uh, it's something that like, I feel like uh, number one, there's no fucking way to relate to that. And number two, like, like at least like, like, you know, you can't relate to it one-to-one when you see a woman being beat up by a much larger man, but you can imagine being beat up by a much larger man. Mm. Of course you can. Mm. Like, it, like that's like, it's, it's, you know what I mean? I was like, no, nah. no, can't imagine it. No, oh, <laughs> no, I, I was can. just being a rude boy for a yeah, second. Yeah. <laughs> no, I've been like whacked no in way. the face by somebody. I'm like, I shouldn't hit this guy back. Like, it's like, I yeah. know what that feels like. And it's like, yeah, if this guy wants to do it again, I am at his mercy. Like, it's like, it sucks. Yeah. It really sucks. And like, 
so I, I might at least I have like an emotional experience to connect that to. I don't have anything like that at all with a rape scene. So it's not like I'm like, yeah, that would be really fucking brutal. But this is like a survival situation. And your brain isn't being assaulted in the same way that it would be if it were like a rape scene, I would imagine or mm-hmm. or, or I can't imagine. Right. So I think that the discomfort that I feel knowing that I have to sit and watch something that is so there's so much like power around a scene like that and what it means and 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 the real the the potential reality of that happening to an it's, average yeah. that you, it's like you can't you can't you can't even deal with you it. keep bringing that up and it's making me realize that i am just a viewer of films yeah i just watch them yeah i don't give a shit if it's possible yeah i don't ever care if it could happen to me or not see that's that so doesn't much, that's so that much never my plays into me yeah that's that's really interesting because i feel like that changes the well, hold on because I, I know getting, you're gonna say strangers yeah but no and just not even that it's just that the guy out the window like if you're on the third floor yeah, you're yeah, not yeah. getting freaked out by that's, ghosts that's in my imagination yeah that's what i make up i've never seen it in a film what no 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 i'm saying like ghost stories like you're like I can't buy into ghost stories because I know they'll never happen. Right. Yeah. No, but then I can imagine a fucking face at the window. Like if I can imagine it, then yeah. I can be afraid of it. Yeah. But if but I on watch the third it floor. on the third floor. Nah. That's what I'm saying. Yeah, but no, I'm not even going to bother imagining that. Why would I do that? It's not possible to me, so I'm not going to imagine it. Okay, sorry. Maybe I Danny's tying every single thing he's brought up in this this episode. Yeah. Has been that I can't imagine it ever happening, so I don't know how to talk about it. Well, I'm talking about how how, how to empathize with it, right? For so, sure. So it's like it's like it's like for me, if I'm talking about how I'm affected by like empathy wise by something, if I'm connecting with a scene of 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 violence against a woman versus sexual violence, it's way easier for me to empathize with the violence. But I think because I can empathize with the violence, it's harder mm-hmm. for me to deal with what I can't empathize with. Right. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. I just even mean like I've never, ever thought like, oh, man, getting hit by that dude would suck. No? No. I just watched the movie. Yeah. I think that that's- Really? You've never felt that way? I don't think so. I genuinely feel like that might be true because it's like it really- I'm genuinely- like dumbfounded sometimes at like the way that you react to certain things because it's so different than me and I always imagine being hit by that guy. I imagine <laughs> every single thing that happens yeah. on the screen I imagine happening to me. But do you Matt? Do you do you? Is it just a male thing or like when you're watching like a female rape scene go down, where you're like, yo, that you're never like that would fucking suck. I don't. That's a really hard one to answer. Of course, I know it sucks. Yeah, but I also expect it maybe in the movies, so I I don't know. That's that's another thing. Jim. I don't ever think about it like, oh man, imagine that. That never happens. True. Interesting. Yeah, and that's another funny thing that like it's it's funny because you you uh, you said something interesting like Pappy like like tw- like like a few like a, a bit ago where you said something about like, you're never shocked, and then I realized like yeah like w- it, it would be insane to be shocked by one of these movies unless it you truly thought you were watching. I had a buddy like literally <laughs> yesterday tell me he was like, man, have you seen that movie Audition? And I was like, no, I I can't watch it because we're saving it for the podcast. I think because I've like literally like I've been tr- I've had it like I almost bought it like the other day mm-hmm. uh and i was like no because i think they want to do it for the podcast so i'm going to hang back on that and uh he was like man that movie's so fucked up and i was like yeah i mean like 
you know, I do a podcast where I talk about movies like that. It was like uh, somebody that I'm like close friends with who was listening to the podcast. Yeah. He's like, you should totally do that movie. It's fucked up. And I was like, yeah, man, like it, it is fucked up. And he was like, well, okay, to clarify, like I just downloaded, downloaded it because somebody said it was a good movie. And I was like, okay, <laughs> yeah. in that situation, it's okay to say you're shocked. 100%. Because that's a movie that's trying to trick you into thinking that it's not that movie until it is, right? Yeah. But other than that, if you fucking watch Serbian film, you know what Serbian film is. It would be it would be really insane if you somehow managed to get your hands on it without learning anything ab- about the 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 culture surrounding it, or the or yeah. the rumors. It'd be insane. So you're never going to be shocked per se. Yeah. But you're you will you be disturbed? Sure. Yeah. Will you be like like you know that that kind of thing? And I think that it's like I think that it seems like David has this ability to like he you know you are you don't even have to try to to brace yourself for it because you just are like, yeah, I know it's, I know something's going to happen. But what made you feel fucked up about Serbian film the first time you watched it? Like what made it dark to you? What made dancer in the dark dark to you? It's the, in those cases, it's the storyline. Like I can be affected by the emotion of a film, but I don't internalize it. No, but to, for me to say like that fucking suck is not me like worrying about it happening to me and like I take it no, home. No, but with me. Danny does. That's been I, my I, point. I, I haven't do. been arguing with you. I do. Oh. Like particularly the thing that really. Sorry, gets, I thought it was yeah. just like there's a fucking wall and everything. No, like, no, 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 man. No, 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 no. Like that doesn't in. ring accurate to no, me. No, but I know that that is what happened to me with with Serbian film though, because it's it's like the thing that disturbs me about that movie is I actually imagine what it would be like if I were like if I were like not in the relationship that I, we're in right now being like a, you know a pretty like single dude like whatever if somebody's like I'm gonna give you so much money to shoot this fucking porn movie I'd be like yeah, I don't care about my parents I'm gonna do this <laughs> for this money because I don't give a shit and then yeah. if I woke up the next morning and I was like what the fuck did you make me do like that I'm actually imagining that because yeah. the, the terror for me is not being in control over your sexual urges and that is like that is the thing in that movie that is the one to one body thing as well because it's like the the person who is the victim is the guy who's inflicting the pain and so you're not imagining what it would be like to be like you know like raped by your dad when you're a child mm-hmm. or fucking you know like uh you know being chopped up with a machete while you're like like chained to a bit like those aren't the things that you're imagining happening and making your body squirm what's making your body squirm what's making like my skin crawl is like this guy doesn't know what he's doing he's being like put into that and i'm imagining what that would be like to like wake up and come to that realization and be like oh my fucking god what did i do yeah Pat, like, do you I- do that uh I don't know. It depends on how, like, in growth, like, yeah, well, it, it'd be like, that would suck is, like, where I would go. Like, I'd be like, that would <laughs> yeah. suck. That it, Like, if that, I'm not saying, like, I don't put myself through the paces of being, like, making myself feel what that would be, but I can look at something and be like, yo, if that was me, that would suck. Yeah, so, I could do that, yeah. but yeah. I don't. Yeah. Like, I don't sign up for a movie. I don't know. Now I think I know why you were worried about doing this podcast, yeah. because I don't but know if I, I would sign up for these this. knowing that I'd be adopting, like, everything that happens going like, fuck. I yeah. didn't know that. That would suck. Yeah, Pappy did know that. <laughs> I did yeah. know that. Yeah, I think we talked about it in the very first episode. Yeah, yeah I did know that. I didn't know that. Yeah. yeah. I'm crazy. cool with that. For the record, I'm cool yeah. with that. It's all, it's all over our website, too. <laughs> yeah. It's, yeah. It's, like, it's, yeah. it's well advertised. Yeah, I just didn't know yeah. that you adopted it fully, like, as, I don't, I, as I don't, your new... I don't intentionally adopt it. I just... That's the thing when I watch a movie. That's why we did the empathy test, is because it's like, I, I can't... 
It's not a thing that I have control over. And sometimes I just don't. Like Murder mm-hmm. Set Pieces, I just was like, no, I'm not going to. You know what I mean? Yeah. And like it was like it was truly Good. not because I didn't I didn't feel like that would suck for those characters or to be those characters. It's because I was like, I'm not going to let myself feel like I'm not going to go looking for the empathy when it's not capturing me. You know what I mean? Yeah, for sure. But Serbian film, like you said, was a well-made movie. And so, yeah, you fall into I fell into that. I couldn't help it. But I don't know. Yeah, I, I don't know. It's like, again, it's like I don't. I and I'm not thinking it the entire time. It's not like I'd start and not. I'm not putting. I'm not trying to put words in your mouth. Danny. I'm just trying to think like when the, when it kick, when it goes when Serbian film starts or it starts to pop off and like shit gets crazy. I'm not going like I'm Milos through this whole fucking journey. But mm-hmm. it's like the part that goes like when I'm like whole oh, fuck. I'd be like yeah. The part of me goes like yo that would suck. Yeah. Okay. I yeah. could say that that's true. Yeah. Like yo that would fucking that would suck. And then it, but then it's over. Like, yeah. and I'm like, cool. And then maybe no, another, exactly. part, yeah. but another part brings it out of me again where I'm like, man, that, that would suck. Yeah. But it's typically like, yeah, like, uh, it's typically, again, it's like the, the things that like make me feel super gross is like when I, I would have no control over helping someone close to me. Like, again, it's like, that's why, like, I think when like, uh, uh, like any form of abuse happens to like, like when a when a loved one's a loved one's is abused in a movie, whether it's sexual, physical, whatever, whatever. I'm all that's the things that are like fuck. Like with the, the end of Serbian film, where mm-hmm. it's like the only fucking way out for them is to murk themselves. Like yeah. that would suck. You can't do anything. And, and like the realization about when the the twist, like the twit, the big the big reveal at the end, where he's like. Start with the kid. Start with the kid. Uh, no, no, not that. Sorry, not the very, very end. Oh, sorry. Uh, yep. Scene before that. Yeah. With the brother, and he's realizing that he's doing it to his family. Like, oh yeah, like, that would fucking suck. Yeah, that that would suck. That is a part where I can say I checked in. Yeah, I'm like, oh, yeah, fuck I couldn't that check out suck. of that. Part. See, the thing is, like, number one, I knew that that was gonna happen because I made Pappy tell me the whole plot to the movie like three or four times, like <laughs> two years ago, yeah. a while ago. Yeah, 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 yeah. It was a long time ago. But at the same time, like, I was like. Like, those aren't the real moments for me. Because I'm not questioning. Because I'm like, that's not ever going to happen. I was like, there's... That's so interesting. There's no chance of that ever happening. Like, like, there's no drug and, like, whatever. Like, that just isn't a realistic scenario. Like, so many things... But then how can you not check out of, like, smashing a woman with a machete while she's chained to a bed? Because it's, like, it's, like, the type of thing... like, Like, I guess it, like, for me, there's so much in terms of, like, gross, weird, bad porn. Like, now, like, in 2018 or 2019, specifically, where it's just, like... We're gonna show this fucking girl gagging on a dick, and it's like there's literally no fucking way that a girl wants that to happen to them. That's just not a fucking thing. Like that's not a sexual act. That's an act of domination by a man mm-hmm. imposed on a woman, and it's fucking gross. And then it's like you, and then you know that being the case, and that being like this movie taking place in the idea of like a porn movie. It's like you're taking a gross, awful guy fantasy and you are removing the natural barriers that he's developed in his mind to prevent himself from acting like he doesn't have any free will. He's just 
completely at the mercy of his desires and suggestion and all the things are being suggested to him and and that i buy where it's like hit this woman she's fucking bad for the country she's shit like whatever you're having sex with her and you're a misogynist and you're like a porn monster and do it and he just starts whacking her (laughs) and then he's like worked up into this fury and then somebody's just like hey here's a big knife it's like you're already punching her. It's like I'm like, whoa, that like makes sense to me. But then the other scene, no, the ba- newborn porn, <laughs> no. Why would everything like, else you like, like just said is as crazy? No, I know, but it's like it's it's an it's it's a hyperbole of reality. No, it's just like it's okay. So again, it's like yeah. you're right and you're right. Yeah, like it's it's. To what is possible to you? It's yeah. again the subjective. That's, what it is. that's why. That's why it's, it's this, so funny to it's me. It's the subjective nature of of what we we're just talking about with extreme cinema. Like yeah. it's totally subjective. Like it's gonna ring different for different people. Yeah. When you're watching it. Yeah. So you yeah. and I checked in at the same time with the fucked up. Yeah. If kid checking scene at if, the end. If checking in means like a moment of like fucked it squirmed out. Suck, you. Yeah. yeah. Absolutely. For yeah. Sure. Totally. And that's where you were like, nah. No, because, that's impossible. Yeah, but that I, was wouldn't, also like I wouldn't ex- do that. An exhaustion point because yeah. I, was, I was already like way past that. Like I was like, I was like, like the thing that like, like that got to me was like even when he's driving and he's all delirious and whatever. And this like big boob nurse walks up <laughs> yeah. to him in the middle of traffic and he's just like, like aggressively <laughs> grabbing the boobs. It's like, I'm in my head. I'm thinking like, I like boobs, <laughs> but what happens if somebody gives me a drug where I'm, I'm not capable of using my natural, but that's a thing though. There are guys. Okay. That's a real thing. There, like if you, if you, there are certain head traumas that you can get that will make you incapable of using your abilities to prevent yourself from doing that. But uh, <laughs> no, it's, you know, it's like, it's like a well-documented thing. It happens all okay. the time with NFL I players. I would never, I would never argue yeah. that, yeah. but you just went there over the nurse coming in the road. Yeah. You went to head trauma right away about the NFL and head trauma. Yeah. We're just talking about how you digest the film. Yeah, I know. Like, but there's head trauma, so uh, it's well, doable. That's, but that's, well, that, no, 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 but, like, no, 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 but it's, it's in my head. I'm like, it's like you oh. can take 20 steps to be like, after these 20, <laughs> then it's possible. No, but it's, it's not. The, it's not the twenty steps. It's like it's like if you can develop a head injury that will lower those natural defenses. If it's possible for the brain <laughs> yeah. to completely operate without it, yes, but yeah. fully, yes, yeah. But what David's saying is like yeah. your, like what the picture you're painting right now yeah. sounds like. Your mind goes, whoa. That could be me to the big boob groping like yeah. you described it. Because I like what boobs. would that take to be me? Yes. And then you're going, step one, I got to be in this car. No, but, but, <laughs> but the thing then, is, it could be 20, anybody. Yeah. But twenty steps later, you've you were in a no. head trauma, and that's the, <laughs> you're in the car, and that's the thing because it's what this and it is, but it's this well documented. Yeah. It's like how your mind, the synapse in your mind, just no. Go, I'm explaining <laughs> it to you because it just makes sense to me, but it doesn't make it clearly doesn't even make a little bit of sense to you guys. Like I can't I, I can't believe that that's not how you digested him. Like the whole time I was watching that movie, the whole thing that fucks me up about that movie is it's like they took a guy who wouldn't do those things and then gave him something so that he would not be able to prevent himself from doing those things yeah that's that what, yeah that would suck i i'm fully with but that's you. like that's like that's yeah. like the thing that makes me feel disgusting about that movie. yeah for sure you said that at the time and yeah. like i think that's just, i think that's super like i, I fully buy that yeah. absolutely that's again it's like the the thing for me is like you know it's an, an iteration of what I was talking about in our fear thread where it's like, I, what scares me is not being able to sca- escape something. Yeah. That thing is like not being able to control something. Like yeah. you can't do it. Like, so I'm fully with you. It's just the way that you were like, 
breaking it down in that particular moment. It was like <laughs> you made it sound like something that your mind's not maybe not doing when you're like when it goes like like literally it's like you gotta like how that happened to me is like i gotta be i gotta get head trauma like you know what i mean like the way that you were just like mapping it out was like the way that it would happen when you listen car. back to it you'll enjoy it no no yeah. I, I know i understand what you're saying but i'm just trying like strictly for the point of like explaining it it's like it's like i believe that there is a drug that you could give somebody where it's yes. like they are completely incapable of not touching a pair of boobs in front of them true like i, yeah. I believe that that is a, an easy thing to manufacture me too yeah. me too me too i genuinely believe that to be true yeah I feel like that yeah. could happen. Yeah. I feel like that could because happen. It, it, I believe that that could happen. Yeah. Yeah, not, if, if, I you could, if you could hit your head and then have that thing stop working, you could make a drug that would make that part of your brain stop working as well. So right. it's like, for me, <laughs> that's how I connect that whole film to reality is <laughs> that, that moment. That made sense. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Yeah. That's, that's why I buy it. That's what, that's what fucks me up about it. <laughs> I, I find it to be like, yeah. I just think it's funny. <laughs> We we can get off. We can yeah. Let's move we gotta along. stop talking about Serbia. <laughs> uh, yeah, I think we got oh. a couple more questions there. Yeah. yeah. Uh, does the quality of the writing or portrayal of the female character impact our empathy towards that character? I said loudly yes. Me too. Throughout the whole everything. Yeah. 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 So it's like like yeah. I guess like then we're all in agreement. Like like yeah. all the lack any, of any character has to be well written, even if yeah. If the if the female character is really well written, yeah, and then the male character that does something shitty to her is poorly written, and like that part is poorly written, yeah, I'm still checking out. So that's a funny thing that kind of gets complicated, uh, and this less has to do with connecting to a female character and then just connecting with any character, but that kind of gets complicated a little bit with what we what we I brought up in the extreme cinema uh, conversation that we had, where it's like if the whole movie is wildly unbelievable, but there's one scene that's done so convincingly that it connects you all of a sudden you like snap into it and like you like you said with in Serbian film you check in what, yep. the, what if the thing that's causing you to check in is just the only thing that they got right is the scene of violence you know mm -hmm. what I mean that's yeah. like that's the only other situation where I could see that not being the case yeah it would highlight it would emphasize that one good part yeah but that's not about mm -hmm. acting or writing that's just about pure directing and like and like it's all visual at that point right mm. Man, the opening scene of When a Stranger Calls. Mm -hmm. I haven't seen that. It's the scariest scene of a film ever. Ooh. The rest of the film, absolute trash to me. That's like a audition. The first 45 are fucking... Oh, this is like the first eight minutes of this film. Oh, like, no, I know what you're talking about. Yeah, yeah, yeah. If you haven't seen it, like watch it on... It's probably on YouTube. No. <laughs> it's amazing. Is it bad? Like what happens in it? Is it? You know what I don't like. Yeah, yeah it's up your alley. Yeah, it is. To make me feel yeah. I don't like it. Yep. Why yep. would I watch it then? Because <laughs> you know I don't like it. Because it's the best. Yeah, I'll watch it at, at nine a.m. in <laughs> Union Station in Toronto, or like in, yeah. in, you know, I'll watch it surrounded by thousands of people with thousands of people. That's a good idea for emotional support. It's <laughs> perfect. That's, that's the way to do it. Yeah. <laughs> I, also, weird phone shit creeps me out, but it's that that's like completely removed by cell phones. That's like yeah. It's not like you know. That's over. Truth. All right. Uh, <laughs> does the realistic nature of the depictive violence have an effect on? We already talked about that. So yeah, I think <laughs> I just brought that? brought that. Does the realistic nature of the depicted violence have an effect on how we are impacted? Yeah, big time. Yeah, yeah. That's absolutely a similar yeah. question on, on, on all fronts. Like, if it looks realistic, yes. If it's more likely to happen in general, for me, yes. Like, mm. if it's like if it's like that's like you know, like if, like just a normal. 
like the scene in Irreversible, like sure that can happen. But if it's like something wildly insane, like, you know, some guy calling me piggy and raping me because I like was like hunting on his like property or whatever, less likely to happen. You know what I mean? <laughs> the, uh, yeah, the realistic of the depiction of violence when I think about, uh, specifically in relation to women, I guess is like, you know, yeah. Yeah. I, I went to, um, evil dead, brain dead, dead alive. Yeah. Like all those Is that, that Peter, are just Peter like, Jackson? Yeah. yeah. Just so over the top and like 30 minutes of gore that get cut out. And like when you hear that, you're excited to see it or like I was. Yeah. And then when I saw it, it was just so like goofy. It's a fun movie to watch. Yeah. But it's so goofy. Yeah. Like, okay. I thought it was going to fuck me up. Like it's been banned everywhere in 30 minutes of gore that were cut out. Yeah. Yeah. And then you watch it and you're like, well, okay. <laughs> Not yeah, actually it's just a di- gore. It's just a yeah. different experience, like a completely yeah. different experience. Yeah. Yeah, I think I think the goal of of these extreme cinema movies would be to be as realistic as possible. Like Yeah. Like mm-hmm. you I would think that is. I'm not saying that is the case. Yeah. I I would think that each director would want to go out because that's like it's like to to be shocking is to like we were just talking about it. It's like, you know, one of the things to think about, it's like we've 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 gone we've talked about whether or not documentaries should be on the show. Mm-hmm. And yeah. uh Oh probably, sorry. I thought you meant documentaries like as per your No. Serving not those, film. Yeah. No, not those ones. <laughs> cool. Um cool, cool. Yeah. More traditional documentaries. Yeah. Um <laughs> and it's and it's it's almost not fair because it's reality mm-hmm. and it's immediately more fucked up. Yeah. Immediately. Yeah. Like, and it's something that, again, it's like almost having this, like, like, again, with like, whether it's representation of women or anything, there's always the veil of fiction and of it being cinema and of it being something to consume that people do in their leisure time Mm -hmm. that is safe about watching that movie until a director breaks that wall down and makes you feel like it's real where you can suspend your, your disbelief. And that's also, again, why it's way more dangerous to talk about documentaries. Yeah. Yeah. It's like you run the risk of like deep, like, I mean, and in the same way that like when we watch, like I have a natural disposition towards like if something, if I think something's going to like impact me, like psychologically if I like if I like consider it for too long I'll check out or I'll just be like that's not real and I like I wouldn't want to do a documentary for that reason because I, I like if I, if I, if it were something that were particularly awful I'd probably check out of it a little bit like there's I I feel like we talked about this but uh uh, me and a good friend of the show, Kalen, we were going to watch Candyman like a little while ago. We were waiting for like our other buddy to just like, he was like, going to be there in an hour. So we're like, let's watch some like creepy YouTube shit. And we put on like a top 10 worst sites on the Mariana's web, which we had never heard of, which is like the darkest part of the dark web, apparently. Yeesh. Yeah. But this is like a YouTube. The like, Mariana's shitty... web. That's funny. Yeah. But yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we're just calling it the Mariana's trench. Oh, yeah. No, I know. Yeah. But it's dude. It's bad. Uh, we like. We, like, didn't know what it was, and it was, like, a shitty YouTube, like, looper, like, you know, those people that make yeah. the top tens of literally everything. So, we're like, whatever, we'll just pop this on, and they'll do give, give us a little spook. And I don't know, like, it was the most the most awful 10-minute video I've ever seen. Like, really? wait, oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. 
Like, just like <laughs> videos of Challenge like... accepted. <laughs> dude. But it's real. Like, that's the thing that's fucked up about it. It's like, these are like people who have been arrested. That have like, there's like one website, like just like for reference, one of them was like uh, a website that just featured naked, dead female children. And that guy got arrested and caught. And that was number like four in the top 10. <laughs> that's mm-hmm. wild. Yeah. Like most of them were dead children. Oh yeah, that makes sense. And like, and like, and like, for the purpose of like whatever. And so, like, I think that like that for me, like, I had to check out of that because it was just too like I wasn't. My guard was so down. Like, like yeah. I was saying about my buddy who saw audition was like not. Yep. That it was totally. it was that for me, but like real and like so like bah! like just like really really couldn't handle it. And so like in that situation, I had to like literally check out of it. Like I, as soon as I turned it off, I was like I have to pretend that that wasn't real. Because if I think about that and I like consider it, it's gonna really, really upset me for like a long time, and like it'll like I'll think about it when I'm trying to sleep and stuff. <laughs> and so like like actually though, because it's like it happened, and so yeah. it's like for me, I was like that was like I really got to get out of that. Yep. And that like like uh, if we were to start getting into like the documentary territory here, it would be like not good for me. I'd be like, no, I don't think it'd be good for any of us. Yeah. Yeah. No. No. Absolutely not. I don't think we need to. It's like maybe a way to wrap up this conversation is like. These movies come with 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 things that reflect reality in one way or another. And that's yeah. why it's like super important to talk about the representation of women, even though that's something very difficult for three dudes to do. Yeah, but I think that like to like to like just consider why, it's like I think the uncomfortable truth might be that like, you know, like we said, it's if something's more realistic to happen and something looks realistic, like we've agreed that, you know, it's easy and cheap for a, a schlocky horror director to make a rape scene look mm-hmm. like whatever. Like it's like the option is available for them to do that if they want to. And before, you know, whatever the 1985, let's say that wouldn't have been done arbitrarily because it's like a, it's like a respect line. And then now, especially in Serbian film, but other in, in murder set pieces, it's like that, like the emergence of extreme cinema as like more of its own, like fully fudged thing where it's definitely not a horror movie. It's something else. Like knowing that the more real something feels or the more connected to reality it feels, the more it's going to shock. The inconvenient truth might just be that it's, it's easy for to shock with rape scenes. And that's the only reason that they're in all these movies. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Regardless of like w- what the intentions of the directors are, if you're trying to impact somebody, you know that somebody's going to pay attention if there's a rape scene in the movie. Yeah. Yeah. Bummer. Huge bummer. Mm-hmm. But I mean, the other thing is like this, this conversation, obviously because of the, the, the content of these movies gets uh, completely dominated by rape scenes. But that's the, not the reality of what the majority of what we watched. Well, even if it is like, and we might, we might continue to be so, but it's like there, there are things like, uh, yeah, like it's not the only thing There's like cutting moments, which shed a light on a different, uh, yeah. problem related to, to that, but also like martyrs where it's like you, you get a different kind of female representation, even though she, Anna suffers like crazy amounts of, they both suffer a wild amount of physical abuse. Yeah, you still get. Um, they are limited still, but still, but powerful characters as well. So it's interesting to think about just the general ways in which women, females are represented in these movies. Yeah, I feel like they're just generally used as you know fodder for like. Uh, it's it's like it's like it's exploiting your vulnerability by portraying a vulnerable character. Yeah, you know what I mean, totally. Well, 
that's uh, the, the last thread. So those are in the bag. Sick. Okay. So we'll hopefully be getting to season two soon yeah. and uh, be joining you shortly. Bye.